When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, and of course, I'm your host, John June, and as always, I got my guy, my co-host, Greg Penniman. Greg, what is good, man? What's going on? Oh man, uh, just looking at the schedule, going through these games, man. This is this is a it's a very favorable fantasy weekend. So I'm feeling real good about these matchups. So a lot of great ones going on here. A lot of potential shootouts. So I'm real hype and real excited. So uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, let's get right into it. Oh yeah, man. Uh, as always, we this is a this is our game uh, preview part one of the week seven games this week. Uh, so today we are going to cover eight games. Uh, obviously, Thursday night football is going on as we uh, record this, and we uh, will record the remaining, or we'll obviously have the remaining five games for you in part two's episode. But without further ado, let's just jump right into it. The first matchup that we're going to break down today: the uh, four and two Buffalo Bills going to. Uh, traveling to New York to take on the 0-6, well, actually New Jersey, uh, traveling to MetLife to take on the 0-6 New York Jets. The Buffalo Bills are 13.5-point favorites. Uh, this is a 45-point over-under. In terms of injuries, offensive lineman Cody Ford, he was a DMP with a knee injury. Uh, defensive, or tight end, rather, Dawson Knox, he was a DMP with a calf. Wide receiver John Brown, he was also DMP with a knee injury as well. Uh, doesn't seem like he he will play. And then at, in the secondary for the, for the Buffalo Bills, Josh Norman and Trey White, they were both limited participants, so that's something to watch. Uh, and then on the Jets side, Jamison Crowder, he was a DMP with a groin. Uh, Sam Darnold, he was a limited participant with a shoulder injury. Looks like he is uh, maybe trending in the right direction of maybe he will play, maybe he maybe he won't. Uh, but Left guard Alex Lewis, he's week to week with a shoulder injury, uh, so that's also a blow to the uh, Jets' offensive line. Not that any of this really matters for the New York Jets, but in terms of the game, I'm taking the over. I'm taking Buffalo to cover the 13 and a half point spread. Taking Buffalo to win this game. Uh, you know, obviously for Buffalo, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Jamison Crowder, or Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. I think that's really where it is for me. Um, you know, the there should be good game script for these running backs. Uh, if you ask me, if you know, if you force me to put one in my lineup, it would be Devin Singletary. He's the one getting the work. Um, but you know, not much. I'm not expecting much production there. Uh, and then on the, you know, John Brown being injured, uh, maybe you could go to Gabriel Davis uh, as the other receiver. Cole Beasley obviously uh, always works in the slot, but. Jets cornerback Brian Poole is actually a pretty good slot corner, so maybe you don't want to 
uh, try attacking there, but not like it really matters, man. It really, it really doesn't at this point no, anymore. No. Uh, you know, uh, on the Jets side, Crowder is banged up with that groin injury, so uh, doesn't. I don't know. He he. It was he trended downwards in terms of his practice participation. He was a limited participant first with the groin, and then today he was a DMP with the groin. So not looking good. So obviously Barrios. Um, Braxton Berrios, the backup wide receiver, he comes into this advantageous matchup with the Buffalo slot cor- with Buffalo slot corner Teron Johnson, who uh, is, I mean, in terms of fantasy corners or fantasy football, the most friendly slot corner in fantasy football. Um, so maybe you could attack that, but again, do you really want to? Yeah, I'm going with the under. I'm taking the Bills to also cover and the Bills to win. Um, pretty much with you on the bill side, Josh Allen, QB1, Diggs, your dog as a wide receiver one. Cole Beasley probably will be a good complimentary receiver. Um, maybe you can go to some other uh, complimentary receivers and some higher over-unders, um, but uh, he could be somewhere in that some flex intrigue. Uh, Devin Singletary hasn't been playing very well of late. He's averaging 4.9 fantasy points per game in the last uh, couple games and half-point PPR. Uh, this could be uh, maybe a little you know, Zach Moss intrigue. He could be, start to get back involved and show the sleeper we expect it to be, so I would keep a, definitely keep an eye on that. Um, and, yeah, so they all get a bump in this matchup. And on the Jets side, it's pretty much, yeah, the slot receiver for the Jets, whoever plays that has fantasy intrigue, and especially in deeper leagues. If it's Crowder, it's definitely the bump, even if he's banged up to get some receptions. But other than that, backs and barrels, you can start him in some deeper leagues. Uh, yeah, and that, that's really it. All right, moving on. Uh, the three and three <laughs> Carolina Panthers, it's a seven and a half point over under, or sorry. Uh, the three and three Carolina Panthers traveling to New Orleans to take on the three and two New Orleans Saints coming off a of bye. Uh, this is a fifty-one point over/under. The Saints are seven and a half point favorites in terms of injuries. Uh, seems like Michael Thomas was a DMP with his hamstring. Uh, you know, this is a new injury. First, it, he was dealing with the high ankle sprain, uh, but now he seems to be dealing with a hamstring injury that kept him. That's kept him out of practice. So something to monitor as we head into this matchup. Uh, but in terms of Carolina, uh, I don't believe they have. Yeah, they don't have any. They don't have any uh, I- injuries of any uh, true concern. Uh, not to us. But uh, Greg, what do you have in this matchup? Uh, in this game, I got the over. I have the Carolina Panthers covering, uh, but I have the New Orleans Saints winning this game. Uh, this should be a pretty good game here. Uh, for on the Carolina side, you know Teddy definitely in great streaming category. He, you know, we mentioned him early in the week. Uh, the Saints have allowed at least three passing touchdowns to so all the QBs they face outside of Week One. So definitely start up Teddy uh, Bridgewater with confidence. Mike Davis has been money. Hasn't finished lower than RB20 this year in half-point PPR in CMC relief. It's probably the fantasy reliever of the year. Uh, so he's Definitely a solid running back, too, in this matchup uh, with some RB1 upside. Um, both DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, I think, are wide receiver twos. Uh, DJ Moore, I think, has uh, – I will slightly rank him a little higher. Uh, Janoris Jenkins might be back in this matchup. He's off the injury report, uh, so that's great for the Saints. Uh, he's been pretty shut down. Uh, got Robbie Anderson. Um, DJ Moore will probably see um, Marshawn Lat- Lattimore in this one. He, Lattimore has been giving up uh, a couple more points than expected uh, in, in that in that that role. So uh, I think DJ Moore. It basically really comes down to who gets targeted more, though, uh, in in each matchup for who to favor more. But I think you can start both of these guys up uh, to to play well. 
Uh, on the New Orleans side, Drew Brees, I think, has some QB1 upside, especially if Michael Thomas has is able to return. Uh, he did pop up on the injury report again, which is unfortunate. Uh, they say some, you know, he should be back. Hopefully, hopefully he's back. But uh, if he if he's not, I think he's still a pretty high buy. I think for those frustrated managers out there that haven't seen him since week one, so uh, maybe you could try to get Mike Thomas before he comes back uh, this week. Kamara definitely running back one. You got to start him. Latavius Murray got some flex value intrigue, and in this high scoring game, uh, could could score a touchdown. And if Michael Thomas can't go. Uh, Manuel Sanders and Traquan Smith, they both get that bump. Uh, Sanders definitely have the strong wide receiver two value without Michael Thomas. And then Traquan Smith becomes that boom flex that he's uh, been so far. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the on the matchup, man. I'm taking the over Carolina to cover uh, seven and a half, but New Orleans to win the game. Uh, curious to see how New Orleans defense responds after the bye week. You know, like you were saying, uh, you know, Janoris Jenkins, He's been a little bit banged up. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, he's been dealing with injuries as well. So they haven't been as good uh, on the outside defending opposing pass offenses. Mm-hmm. That, you know, they've, they've given up. Uh, they've been the third most advantageous matchup to the quarterback position in terms mm-hmm. of fantasy points per game. Obviously, touched on it. I love Teddy B this week. He's my, yes, you know, he's my streamer of the week. Uh, so naturally, I, I do like his pass catchers. Uh, obviously, you know you play Robbie Anderson every week. You know you call him wide receiver two. He's he's a wide receiver one man. That's what he's been. Uh, that's what he's been every week for you, except for uh, you know really last week in in the tough matchup with Chicago. Uh, but I'm comfortable playing DJ Moore. Uh, this total is over 50. He led the NFL, you know, the entire NFL in target share in week six at 38 percent of seeing 10 targets according to PFF. So I think he's a strong wide receiver too this week. New Orleans is is uh, bad against the tight end, but I don't even bring – but, you know, don't bring Ian Thomas over here. He's not even allowed no. on this no, no, podcast. No. Uh, Mike Davis is being played. Of course, uh, our time is almost up there, though, so enjoy it while it lasts. Yes, sir. Uh, on the Saints side, Alvin Kamara, man, uh, you know, like – and then like you said – I think you can play Latavius Murray uh, if you're in trouble. Uh, the, the matchup is good. He could get a touchdown. Carolina keeps giving those up to running backs. They have not stopped. Uh, so I don't see why they, they stop for Latavius Murray. Uh, in the past game, Drew Brees has been meh. Uh, he's the QB 20 in points per game. Maybe Michael Thomas provides a boost. But you know if he's not fully healthy like we thought he would be, uh, then maybe you don't, you know, Maybe you don't have to go there. I'd rather go Teddy Bridgewater on the other side of this matchup. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. You know, Michael Thomas, if he's active, I'm playing him. I, I you know, I, you know, and then on the receivers for the receivers, uh, you know, like you were saying about my, Emmanuel Sanders, he's a strong wide receiver, two, 36% target share, 29% target share each of the last, or in, in the last two games. Uh, if Thomas is out, you can, you know, count on him as a strong wide receiver, too. Uh, and then, you know, Trey Quan Smith as a boom flex. Uh, Jared Cook, he's in your lineup, if healthy, especially in this tight end economy. So Definitely, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Jared Cook, yeah, money, he's back, been healthy. He's always going to be someone Drew Brees can go to. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, moving on to the next matchup. We've got the 4-2 and two Cleveland Browns traveling to Cincinnati to take on the 1-4-1 one, and one Cincinnati Bengals. This is a 50-point over-under. The Browns are three-point favorites. In terms of injuries, Kareem Hunt. Limited participant with the with the uh, rib injury, Jarvis Landry uh, limited with rib and and uh, hip issue, and then for Cincinnati, Joe Mixon missed his, his second straight practice with a foot, uh, so definitely want to keep an eye on what his 
practice status looks like on Friday, but make sure you have Giovanni Bernard in the fold if you are the mix-in manager. Uh, I am going with the over here, Cincinnati to cover, Cincinnati to win this game. I picked them uh, before their first win against Jacksonville, and now I'm picking them for what I believe will be their second win here against Cleveland in this rematch. Uh, Cleveland pass defense has not been good all year, and last time we saw Joe Burrow, against these guys he got 303 touchdowns so uh he's first in you know he's first in, in attempts per game at 41 he has not been running as much as he was the first two weeks of the year but again i like this matchup uh, and so at pass catcher t higgins is a must start he's, yes, he's seen a 20 percent target share each week this year since week three and this pie is so large that you know his 20 percent in this offense uh, has been at least six targets each week. He's actually seen at least six targets in every game since week two. Uh, since week three, the only player with more deep pass attempts or you know passes over 20, 20 yards or more than uh, T. Higgins is Hollywood Brown. Uh, 30% of his targets in this offense during that span are deep targets, are targets over 20 yards or more. He's overtaken the A.J. Green role, the deep target in this offense that leads to touchdowns that leads to uh, big hundred yard games, which we've already seen from him a few times already. Uh, and uh, so you, you got to start him Tyler Boyd. Again, he's seen that he's also seen at least 20% of the targets in, in each game since week two. He, uh, and so he's in play as a safe wide receiver too. has had, you know, two down games the last two weeks, but before that he was, he was money. So expecting to get back on track in this, in this good matchup here uh, that we were expecting Juju to take advantage of last week. So, uh, and then AJ Green, he was used differently last week. Uh, saw a lower average at the target in this in that game. Did not uh, run any routes from the slot though. So you know alignment really didn't change. It was more just the the where he's seeing his targets on the field. But that lower A dot led to more to more efficient production. Uh, but I need to see two in a row from AJ Green before we before we go there word um are you got anything on cleveland did you say anything cleveland oh i did not say a word about (laughs) cleveland uh kareem hunt odell beckham okay greg you're up (laughs) all right all right right, so wait no wait no sorry 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 yeah yeah yeah, 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 there we go there we go all right cool 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 great matchup love it it's great (laughs) I got the over. I got Cincinnati Bengals covering, as I always do, and the, I have the Browns winning. Um, yeah, this passing game pretty much depends Wait, on the Wait, how do you have Cincinnati covering and the Browns? It's three points. They, uh, they they can wait, oh, they can win by three, right? Cleveland? Oh, Cleveland. Oh, that's right. That means I have Cleveland covering three points spread. I mean, if Cleveland you, winning. If you, okay, okay. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. do it they if you want. It's just... Nah, 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 nah. That's too close. That's too close. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, this passing game, uh, definitely depending on Baker's self. Talking about it this uh, today, actually. Um, so, I mean, they don't have Chubb in this matchup. They had him in the first game. Chubb and Hunt both dominated. They ran it down their throats. So, uh, maybe they rely on Hunt more. Um, hopefully, maybe they can get it down the field more. Because Odell, in the first matchup versus William Jackson, did have a great week. Uh, yeah, you know, finished wide, wide receiver 19, scored a touchdown. Saw that holding call. He could have had two. So, I think I like this matchup for Odell. Austin Hooper, I think he's the low and tight end one in this matchup. Um, Jarvis has, you know, low floor flex, but not really super sexy matchup. Not really too interested in him. Uh, on the Cincinnati side, 
Joe Burrow, I think it's a you could get a QB one match uh, output out of this for Joe Burrow. Um, Joe Mixon not practicing, we talked about it. So Gio Bernard has some some low end flex value. So it could be used in dip, deeper leagues for sure. Uh, but yeah, these receivers is like the most entertaining part of this team. Uh, T Higgins mm-hmm. has the highest upside. Highest upside. I'm with you on that. Uh, definitely have to start him. Tyler Boyd, the safe wide receiver too. And Green, yeah, I have him as a, a boomer bust flex pretty much. But uh, he has a favorable matchup. Him and him and Higgins have the favorable matchups. All, all of them do actually. So uh, yeah, if you're if you're desperate, I mean, you can go with Green. But Boyd and Higgins definitely for sure are the favorable guys. Yeah, uh, I, I, f- I forgot to mention Giovanni Bernard, but I think you can play him. Volume should be there, uh, despite what Greg says. I do believe volume <laughs> is king. So uh, <laughs> if he's there, if he, if he's, if he's, if you are the Joe Mixon manager, then you could obviously, you know, you're gonna have to go somewhere. So um, anything else on this matchup, Greg? Uh, yeah, no, nah, we can move on. All right, man. We got the two and four Dallas Cowboys traveling to Washington to take on the one and five uh, Washington football team. This is a forty-six point over/under. The Washington football team is our our one point favorites. It's technically it's basically a pick'em here. So um, this line actually did start Dallas one and a half point favorites, but I think we're seeing some overreaction or not overreaction. I think we're seeing reaction to the. Uh, Monday night game between Dallas and Arizona. Uh, so keep that in mind. In terms of injuries, Zach Martin questionable with a concussion. Alden Smith, edge rusher for Dallas, um, limited participant with a neck injury. And then Brandon Knight, he was the second string, the backup left tackle behind Tyron Smith. He is out with a knee injury that he had to have surgery on. So Dallas is down to their third string left tackle. Uh, they're obviously down to their backup right tackle. They're obviously down to their, uh, if potentially could be down to a backup guard if Zach Martin doesn't play. Uh, so there's issues on this offensive line that if if anyone was watching Monday Night Football with Arizona, you'd be able to see. Um, but anyways, Isaiah Wright for Washington, uh, wide receiver, and Antonio Ganey-Golden, also wide receivers, uh, both were DMPs at practice. The Washington football team recently brought up practice squad wide receiver Robert Robert Foster, formerly of the Bills, uh, deep threat wide receiver. Um, but anyways, Greg, where are you at in terms of this matchup? In this matchup, I have the over. I'm going to take Washington to cover, and I'm going to take Washington to win. Uh, I think they get this field goal game going on, and they win. Uh, pretty much comes down who's going to get more stops, and I don't trust Dallas to get any stops. Um, so... On the Dallas side, I think Zeke in this offense do, does have a, a good bounce back week, especially Zeke. I expect the RB1 week for sure. Uh, he's definitely pissed off. I know, you know, he's going to come and play well uh, after the two two fumbles last week. Uh, very unlike Zeke. Um, so the, the offense as a whole should play better and run through him more. Um, first game with Dalton. Cooper and Lamb shared the highest target share, both at 20.4%. So uh, Zeke came right after. So it looks like Gallup is going to be the loser in this offense. Um, I think Cooper and Lamb, you got to trust, though, as both uh, low-end wide receiver ones. Um, Zeke is running back one, and Dalton Schultz, he's in a good spot matchup here. Uh, Washington gives up, you know, 5.4 fantasy points more than the mean to the tight ends. Uh, that's bottom five in the league. Uh, so I think Dalton Schultz has some low-end t- tight end one value here. Uh, on the Washington side, 
Kyle Allen, my stream of the week. I think he gets 300 yards in this one. Um, he's already <laughs> going to be spotted close to 30 points. So I think he can. The offense is that's the goal right there, and I think they can they can get close to that for sure. Scary Terry is going to dominate in this matchup. Uh, I think um, if you need a, a rental also in this week, I think Dontro Inman is on that li- that list um, with a very favorable matchup. Uh, he's been targeted at least five times in every game except one. Uh, he's got the the easiest cornerback matchup going against Trayvon Diggs. So. Uh, he's been giving up a lot of points to his uh, wide receiver matchup. So I think you can trust Inman in this one, uh, and especially Scary Terry. Antonio Gibson, I think, also gets a bump as a high-end RB2. And Logan Thomas, Stephen Bouvier at the tight end position uh, with Kyle Allen. Yeah, man, this matchup is crazy, uh, like crazy interesting. But I'm taking Washington to cover when this game as well. Uh yeah, man, Kyle Allen, 100% with you, man. He's he's your streamer of the week, and rightfully so. He's totally in play for me this week, so I'm willing to play him. And Terry McLaurin, like you said, man, absolutely dominate this week against this yes, Dallas sir. secondary. And uh, at running back, Gibson and McKissick, both playable. Uh, McKissick continues to see uh, target volume. And so in a game like this, um, you know, I, I, Greg, did you take the over? I did take the over, yes. Yeah, Especially both, with the Cowboys, we're both, always taking over. Yeah, always taking over. <laughs> we're both taking we're both taking the over here. So I think McKissick is definitely in play uh, in PPR leagues, especially. Uh, and then for Dallas, yeah, you you the the offensive line here is banged up, like I was alluding to earlier. Uh, Andy Dalton, this this matchup for Washington's actually good, but I cannot trust Andy Dalton behind this offensive line matched up against this Washington football team defense. Uh, defensive line, uh, you know, to to have a successful fantasy day. Uh, but of course, you play Zeke, you play Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb. Uh, they each saw ten targets last week. Mm-hmm. I I I don't think this is the matchup for Gallup. You know, like I was saying with the offensive line issues, uh, you know, the deep the deep passing game could take a hit. And you know, he's always he's always could catch that deep touchdown. But I don't think this is the environment. That right. you're hoping for, and I don't know how highly probable that is this week. Right. And then Dalton Schultz, man, you know, like we said, you know, I, you know, he's he was my first stream of the week. Uh, you know, I think he's playable. I think five targets last week with Andy Dalton that was enough for me to to you know in this matchup to be willing to start him again this week. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um. All right, man. Moving on to the next matchup, we've got the two and three Detroit Lions traveling to. Atlanta to take on the one and five Atlanta Falcons. This is a fifty-six and a half point over under. Uh, the Falcons are two-point favorites in terms of injuries. Danny Amendola limited participant with a foot injury. Marvin Jones he was limited with a knee uh, for Atlanta. Uh, Julio Jones was limited with a hamstring, and then Calvin Ridley limited with an elbow injury. In terms of my picks, I'm taking the over. Atlanta to cover and Atlanta to win. Ooh. It's a new era under Raheem Morris. Uh, <laughs> you know, also, again, I, you know, it's about comes down to quality of win. You know, Detroit Lions, they beat a Jacksonville team last week that apparently uh, we all thought was really good after week one, but they've gone on to lose every game since. So, um I'm not really going to get excited about that that matchup necessarily. Both these defenses are bad, so I like both these quarterbacks in this game. Uh, Matt Ryan has Julio Jones, so 
if Matt, if Julio is playing, you're playing yep. Julio. If Julio is playing, you're playing Matt Ryan. End of discussion there. <laughs> um, Calvin Ridley, you know, obviously must start. Uh, and then, you know, I don't know what to do with Hayden Hurst. I, I you know, in, tough in, in a week like this, it's a tough matchup. Uh, but a week like this, you know, do I... I don't know. I just I just think you could go elsewhere. I'd rather go Darren Fells. I'd rather go Dalton Schultz, I think. I'd rather go... Um, I think I'd rather go Logan Thomas, too, to be... Uh, maybe, yeah. uh, maybe maybe I want a piece of this offense. I don't know. I don't know about that one. But, uh, I, but uh, you know, for Todd Gurley, you're going to play him. Volume running back. Uh, Detroit has been uh, poor against the, the running back position. They, they were actually able to play well last week against James Robinson and the Jacksonville Jags. But uh, Todd Gurley, he's still getting that volume, and he's also still getting goal line work, which touchdowns, those are king. Um, and then in terms of the Detroit side, got to love everybody on this Detroit offense, uh, mainly the, the primary options from Matt Stafford, uh, who has a great matchup with Atlanta, to Kenny Galladay, who obviously has a, a, a great matchup here as well. Uh, and then TJ Hawkinson, who's also in a great matchup as well against Atlanta, this Atlanta secondary. So I think all three of those those primary pieces of the of the pass game are in play here. And then in the running back situation, uh, obviously we saw you know DeAndre Swift have the breakout game last week, uh, saw 14, 14 rush attempts to Adrian Peterson's 15, uh, but it was more his usage I, I came away impressed with in that game, uh, just how they were using him situationally. Like he was playing, uh, he was playing on third down. He was asked to pass protect. He was used as a receiver. He was split out as a receiver. And in the fourth quarter, when the game uh, was, when they were trying to close this this game out against Jacksonville, DeAndre Swift was on the field closing the game out. Uh, as well, in addition to Adrian Peterson and Carryon Johnson, so uh, I think you can play him, especially in this matchup against Atlanta, who we already know DeAndre Swift has the pass catching prowess. Atlanta uh, giving up receptions to the running back, so continue to play him there. And then Adrian Peterson, like I've been saying, he's like the safest RB, uh, you know, two that you can po- like RB three that you could possibly have. Oh, okay, word, in, word, word. in this, yeah. <laughs> the safest RB three that you could possibly have in this current, uh, running back, running back economy, but he's also in play for goal line work here. So definitely, uh, like, uh, do not like playing Adrian Peterson, but I will play Adrian Peterson. Uh, for me, I'm gonna take the over, I'm gonna take the lines to cover and I'm gonna take the lines to win. I probably need to see uh, two straight weeks from Atlanta to like, uh, you use them, you know, Pick them to uh, win the game, but uh, on Detroit, on which you um, this entire offense is in another great spot. Don't be afraid to go back to the Stafford. Well, I think I think this is the QB one week for sure. Uh, Kenny Galladay is going to dominate. Uh, DeAndre Swift has some high in RB two value for sure. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, gotta love him. Um, and really, the question for this offense is: Is this the boom game for Marvin Jones? Like we've been waiting for it. He's in the prime spot. I'm out. Against this. You're out. You're right. <laughs> I'm out. This, this is the yo the Swiss cheese fucking secondary man. This this might be it, yo. I don't know. Uh, uh, but I'm I'm nervous about it though. I'm very nervous. So I don't think I would probably have the confidence to start him. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened this game. Um, on Atlanta side, 
Matt Ryan and his offense also should thrive. Julio Jones and really both in juicy matchups. They should finish as wide receiver ones as well, um, if not strong, like a strong two at the worst. Um, Ty Gurley, I think, you know, he's been a very safe RB2 for sure. Outside of week two, he hasn't finished lower than RB24. So uh, continue to start him as such. Um, Russell Gage, I think, has intrigue because I don't like Hayden Hurst in this matchup. Um, I think I'm fading him a lot. Um, you know, guys like Darren Fells maybe or other people, um, I would probably take over Hayden Hurst. This is a very tough matchup for him. Um, but Russell Gage, I think he has some low in flex value uh, as a, or a wide receiver three. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, back to Marvin Jones. Uh, did see did see five targets last week. That was mm-hmm. a season high since week two. I think I might so, see some DFS intrigue. You know. Yeah, I think DFS intrigue for sure. If you're, you know, if you're going up against somebody that's got like Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Aaron Jones, uh, you know. DK Metcalf, and you're like oh, the yeah. only way I'm gonna win is if I if Marvin Jones <laughs> scores three touchdowns. Yep. Then I'm all I'm all for it, man. Um, DFS definitely intriguing. But uh, anything else on this matchup, Greg? Uh, no. Nah, this is be very high scoring game though. Yeah, for sure. Um, moving on to the next matchup, which should also be a high scoring game. Uh, that's what Vegas is thinking. Uh, the four and one Green Bay Packers are traveling to Houston to take on the one and five Houston Texans. Fifty six and a half point over under. The Green Bay Packers are three and a half point favorites. This game is in a dome, so gotta love that there. And gotta love the uh, kickers. before we even gotta love the kickers. Before we even get into the injury concerns here, uh, important announcement, man, about our guy. You know the the tight end who's currently you know going through a breakout. Uh, apparently, his name is pronounced Tunyon. Like oh, like, like a like, like fun- a ton like the weight. Or like, like yeah, like Tunyon or like Funyon. Ah, like a Funyon. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's, not, yeah like- not 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 Tanyan apparently <laughs> as we've been doing it. So learn something new every day. But Robert Robert Tunyon uh, was a DMP with an ankle injury, uh, and then. Left tackle for the Packers, David Bakhtiari. He was a DMP with the chest. This is something to watch. Uh, he's currently a top five left tackle or top five offensive tackle according to PFF's uh, you know, pass blocking grades. He's very important to Aaron Rodgers and this Green Bay Packers offense. Uh, he was out of that, that Bucks game relatively early. So, you know, this is something to watch. You know, maybe not particularly for this matchup, but definitely something to watch uh, going forward. Uh, for Aaron Rodgers. And then uh, for Houston, Jordan Aikens uh, was a DMP, continued to be a DMP with an ankle and the concussion. So uh, maybe looks like he might he might not be available. Greg, where are you at with this matchup? Uh, with this matchup, I'm taking the under. I'm taking Houston Texans to cover, but I'm taking the Green Bay Packers to win. Um I think this is a bounce back definitely for this Packers offense for sure, especially Aaron Rodgers. He's in a great bounce back spot as I think this, you know, this is a string of games. There's going to be a lot of high scores in this one, uh, a lot of high fantasy players, um, especially just all around the NFL. So it's going to be tough for QB ones, but I think Rodgers ends up finishing that, gets a high score. Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams should both dominate uh, at, and run through this that those two players. Uh, Robert Tunyon, if he's able to play, I think he has some low end tight end one upside. Uh, definitely, you know, able to probably get in the end zone um in this favorable matchup uh on the houston side 
Deshaun Watson also, I think, is looking at a QB one week. Um, David Johnson, he's not sexy, but I think you know he's he's also been a safe mm-hmm, running back mm-hmm, too all mm-hmm. year. Um, I mean, that's you you can't be angry at that. I think he's in a great spot to score no. a touchdown. Uh, the Packers have given up nine touchdowns to running backs so far this season, so definitely David Johnson's in a good spot here. Will Fuller, wide receiver one, as as he's all been all year. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I think he has some wide receiver two value, and Cobb, as you know, usual in, in these high over under games, some safe floor flex uh, for this one. So, but yeah, this is going to be another high scoring game uh, and very fantasy friendly weekend. Yeah, man, I'm going to take the over Green Bay to cover. I'm going to take Houston to win, though. Ooh, um, I wanted to yeah, do that too, actually. Quite interesting, um, but for Green Bay, um, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones, those three are obviously must plays. Uh, those three are obviously must plays. The uh, Aaron Jones, obviously, I mean, this Houston run defense is just horrible. So Aaron Jones in a really, really good spot here. Uh, I think if you're in trouble, you could play Jamal Williams. The matchup is good, and he's played at least 50% of the snaps mm-hmm. the last two weeks. And, and we know he can be used uh, – as a as a pass catcher and around the goal line as well. So if you're if you're in trouble, uh, he can help you out. Uh, but I think you can play MVS as well if you're looking for help at wide receiver. Uh, it's a high over under. Saw five targets last week. Uh, so I, you know, especially if if Robert Tunyon is still dealing with the ankle injury. Which by the way, I know he's dealing with the ankle injury and he and he had the huge game. But I don't know if he's. You know, if he's earned the play him, even though he's injured tag yet, you know, just yet. But, you know, it depends where your desperation level is at. Uh, but in on the Houston side, Deshaun Watson, since the switch to Bill O'Ryan, has been money. Um, also, you know, got to love Will Fuller. Like you say, he's been consistent. Yes, sir. Uh, 20, 29% target share last week. Uh, this guy is just dominating the touches there for... Uh, for for the Houston or the targets there for Houston, and then uh, Brandon Cooks continuing to add value as a wide receiver too. Uh, so yeah, continuing to play him, and then uh, Randall Cobb, safe floor flex, uh, not much upside, but it, you know, is it is it is what it is. Um, and then yeah, Darren Fells, man, your stream of the week. Oh yeah, yeah my uh, fault. I forgot to mention Darren Fells. No, no, yeah, yeah, definitely, I like that. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, for sure. I was laughing because, um, you right. know, Carson was playing that hero ball and the Giants got a pick. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, nah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, he's good for one of those. I was literally looking at the numbers today. I was like, wow, he's that's his 11th interception right there Yeah, seven weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next matchup. We've got the 5-0 and o Pittsburgh oh, Steelers. Yeah. Game of the week. Traveling. To Tennessee, this game of the weekend, to Tennessee to take on the 5-0 Tennessee Titans. It is a 51.5 point over under. This uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers are 2.5 point favorites. Uh, it's just, by the way, let me just stop right here for, it's just crazy because uh, I was like thinking in my head as I'm like reading this, I was like, this is the game that got canceled for COVID, right? And I was like, that we're already at this game, and it's just like these weeks have been flying, and we the fact oh, yeah. that we're at week seven is just blowing my mind. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, ridiculous. But in terms of injuries, Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker Devin Bush, 
He is out with a torn ACL. Uh, so that is a huge blow to the Steelers. Huge, the yep. middle of the Steelers' defense. Uh, then for Tennessee, left tackle Taylor Lerwan, uh, he's also on injured reserve, or he's on injured reserve with a torn ACL. So that's a huge blow to the Tennessee Titans' offense and their offensive line. So uh, also on uh, in terms of injuries, A.J. Brown, he was a DMP with the knee injury. Uh, Corey Davis is returning from the COVID list, so they'll have him back in the offense. Jonu Smith, limited participant with the ankle injury. Uh, so, you know, looks like he's trending in the right direction to play. I'm taking the over here, Tennessee to cover, Tennessee to win this game. Uh, outside of uh, Baker, the Steelers have given up at least 18 fantasy points to the quarterback position. Um, and I'm sure, you know, we've all seen the graphic by now about Ryan Tannehill's last 14 games versus Patrick Mahomes and how, you know, they're ridiculously comparable and close to one another. Uh, and, you know, don't hear what I'm not saying. I, I'm, I'm not I'm not comparing you know, Ryan Tannehill to Patrick Mahomes, but you wouldn't bench Patrick Mahomes in this matchup against Pittsburgh if they've given up at least 18 fantasy points to the quarterback position in four of the last five games. Um, you know, you, and, and again, I'm not saying that you, you know, all I'm saying here is don't go add one of our streams of the week and drop Tannehill no, you know, no, or man. drop Tannehill. Uh, but if I did have, you know, if I didn't have a Matthew Stafford or I didn't have a Matt Ryan this week, um, or, you know, yeah, if I didn't have one of those two guys, I would feel comfortable starting Ryan Tannehill in this matchup. Uh, so, obviously, I do like A.J. Brown, Derek Henry, of course, uh, and then John Lee Smith, he's on the ankle. I think he's one of those guys through these first few weeks, he's earned the right. If he's injured, I'm going to play him because, uh, mm-hmm. honestly, what else am I going to do at the tight end position? Uh, but I think that's as far as I would go on the Tennessee side. For Pittsburgh, Big Ben has been meh. Uh, but I think matchup. you can. Good matchup. <laughs> it, it, it's a good matchup. I, again, I think you can play him. Tennessee gives up the seventh most fantasy points to the quarterback position. So you can definitely play him. Uh, but there are, this this is also a good matchup for the wide receivers as well. So I'm playing Chase Claypool. Uh, obviously, he provides that big bloom. Uh, but my the obviously, I mean. There are I don't know how many rosters out there have Claypool and Deontay Johnson. I I actually am one of those in the league of <laughs> extraordinary people, uh, but I would play Deontay Johnson in this matchup as well. Yeah, Some both, people man. out there, yeah, playing both. Some people have dropped Deontay Johnson. Y'all, please do not drop Deontay yeah, Johnson. Nah, don't do that. Uh, and if he was dropped, please go pick him up. Go uh, buy again, him still. <laughs> go buy him still if you can, because I can. I promise you, if that fantasy manager is not sitting here looking at target shares or you know looking at each matchup with the context of the matchup and not the box score uh you know they would understand that Deontay Johnson is not anything but uh, a sell he's a, he's a buy he's a hold uh he was 30% of the team targets when he was healthy and again with Claypool maybe he's not going to see the 30% of the team targets but the one thing i can tell you is that uh Juju Smith-Schuster has been basically useless so uh it's going to be Deont- it's going to be Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool pretty much speedy- uh splitting up the majority of these targets. And so that being said, um start you could start Deontay Johnson in this matchup with with confidence for sure. Uh and you shouldn't be able to start Juju because hopefully you dropped him or even better you traded him. Yeah, hopefully yeah, you definitely got rid of him and traded him. Um I'm Oh, and then James to- Conner duh. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a safe RB. That's a safe RB1 right there, man. That's as long as he's yeah. healthy, you start him up. 
mm-hmm. I got the over. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers covering, and I have them winning. So I got them field goal game. This is going to be your know, really good game, I think. Most intriguing game mm-hmm. of the weekend, but potential shootout as well. Big Ben, I think, is in a, a pretty good spot here. Um, Tennessee, yeah, definitely hasn't been very good uh, as the defense we've seen before, like last season. Um, so I, I, I like Big Ben a lot here. James Conner, safe RB1 for sure. Deontay Johnson, I'm, I'm with you on both. Deontay Johnson and Clay Chase Claypool with those receivers. And, yeah, Juju's a, a, just a question mark for the rest of the season, honestly, all year. Um, definitely not startable at this point. Um, and on the Tennessee side, Tannehill, start him up. Derrick Henry, got to love him. A.J. Brown did miss practice, but I you know, I think he should be out there uh, with the knee. Yeah, he did it the is, same thing know. last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's good. So um, I like him, like John o. Smith. Uh, it's more about, you know, who, who's that complimentary receiver that's going to step up, Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys. Corey Davis is seeing, like, seeing a 20% target share when uh, A.J. Brown was out early in the season. Uh, they're both back, him and Adam Humphreys. So uh, it's interesting to see who's going who's gonna to step up. Yeah, I mean, this this matchup with Pittsburgh is a little tough. I, I think I'm going to go into it only trusting my studs here. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, yeah, so, I, I mean, that's why I, I, we could go Humphreys. We could go we could go uh, Corey Davis, but it's just there's other guys with, with better match. I mean, this, this, this game is intriguing, though. The point total, right? Uh, I, the matchup is great. I just I don't even know if, I, if we could even pinpoint it. At least I can't pinpoint it, so I just... Yeah, uh, I might I might step put, put some Corey Davis in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, all right, next up we've got the five and O Seattle Seahawks traveling to Arizona to take on the four and two Arizona Cardinals. This is a fifty six and a half point over under. The Seahawks are three and a half point favorites. Uh, a lot of three and a half point lines this week. Yeah, man. Tells us the competition of these games, uh, but. In terms of injuries, DeAndre Hopkins, DMP with the ankle, seems like this may be a weekly thing for him. So uh, maintenance day, veterans day. Uh, so he'll, he'll he expect him to be out there. Um, Quentin Dunbar for Seattle, DMP with a knee injury. Jamal Adams, the safety, DMP with a groin. Uh, then Carlos Hyde, limited participant with a shoulder injury, the backup running back. Uh, and then Will Disley, backup tight end, limited participant with an Achilles injury. Greg, where are you at with this matchup? I'm taking the over. I'm taking the Cardinals to cover, but I'm taking Seattle to win. This is a classic, you know, I think high-scoring Seattle game where they just edge it out at the end. Uh, Russell Wilson doing what he has to do. I think both of these quarterbacks are going to finish in the top five uh, of the weekend. Um, Russell Wilson is going to kill. Chris Harson is RB1. DK Metcalf, also wide receiver one. Lockett. Uh, should be a wide receiver two in this matchup, a strong one. Uh, and even Greg Olson, I think, has some safe, you know, could be a tight end two with some, you know, could uh, seeing some safe targets, could get a touchdown. So I think if you need uh, safe, a safe floor at that tight end position, Greg Olson is in play. Uh, on the Arizona side, Kyler Murray, gonna dog as well. Uh, D-Hop is going to dominate. It's a, I think it's, you're going to get a top five performance from him uh, in a high-scoring affair. Uh, and with that high-scoring affair, I think Christian Kirk, has that boom flex intrigue. Um, and Kenyon Drake, I think he's startable. Uh, he, he finally bounced back last week. I think, in again, in, in this high scoring affair, he, he has RB2 value. Um, yeah, I'm just very surprised I mentioned a fourth player on this team to have some intrigue, Christian Kirk. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty wild. But in, in the <laughs> with the high total, 56.5, definitely can't blame you there because I'm doing the same thing, taking the over, 
taking Arizona to cover and taking Seattle to win, just like you did here. Yep, so, yep. Um, going to be a fun game. Uh, you know, like you were saying, you know, Russ definitely they're letting this man cook. So, uh, continue to, to rock to let that man rock out. DK Metcalf, my man's been on fire. He's been a top five receiver in points per game. Uh, so you continue to trot that man out there. And how do you disrespect the Tyler Lockett? You call him a strong wide receiver too. My man is a wide receiver one. What are you I talking mean, about? he could have some some bust weeks though. You know, that's that's why. You know, that's. that's I mean, I'm like every receiver can have a bust week. Like ninety five percent of wide receivers in fantasy football have a bad week. Yeah, but DK is <laughs> safer. I mean, Tyler Lockett has been stretches of having. I, Bus weeks, like D- stretches. DK had two. I mean, Tyler Lockett had two bad, uh, two bad weeks. But outside of that, he still has led this team in target share. DK is just he's he's been safer because it's been ninety. But if you want to talk about volume, uh, you know, Tyler Lockett's getting the more volume. Yeah, I mean, after the wide receiver one, he did finish wide receiver seventy six, and then wide receiver forty nine. Yeah, he's gonna have. He had his two bad games, and then he came back had a had a good game. I I just think he's a wide receiver one. He 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 was a wide receiver one the week one. He was wide receiver one week two. He was a he was the wide receiver one week three. Has had two, you know, low you know low output games. I, I just I mean maybe it's a matter of semantics. We're going from like wide receiver ten to like wide receiver fifteen. But I'm just saying the guy's been a wide receiver one. I think maybe we're just forgetting because he's just coming off a of bye week and two bad games. Yeah, yeah, it's oh yeah. I just know. I mean, he he only has two wide receiver one week. So okay, Tyler Lockett will finish. A, Tyler Lockett <laughs> will finish a top twelve wide receiver. All right, I'll take that. We can put that in the jar. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, Chris Carson, uh, Chris Carson, obviously playing him. Uh, Kyler Murray, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, you're playing them. Uh, Ke- Kenyon Drake, you're going to play him. Uh, Christian Kirk in this matchup with this high total against Seattle, playing him. Uh, flexing him, flexing him. Uh, and then Edmund, Chase Edmonds, you can definitely flex him. Uh, did not come through with the touchdown le- last week, but he's definitely uh, continuing to to see targets in this offense, and so you can flex him. Word. Um, anything else in this matchup? No, right? No, nah, easy. Nah. All right. Uh, that is it for part one, y'all. Really appreciate it. Uh, taking the time to listen. If you could... Uh, obviously leave us a rating review. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, as always, um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FF diagnostics, follow Greg on Instagram at we underscore made it follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JR football nerd. Make sure you come through tomorrow for part two starts of the week and the get money. Um, and as always, thank you for listening and we are out. We are.